Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real to real. Now folks, we conclude Angela Lansbury Month with The Manchurian Candidate, based on a 1959 novel by Richard Condon. Premiered in 1962. I'm Nick. I'm Kath. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. Or are you uh, Josie? Right? Yeah. I could be Joyce, Josie. <laughs> and the stars Angela Lansbury, Frank Sinatra, Lawrence Harvey, Janet Leigh, Henry Silva, James Gregory. Now, Much first, better than Ocean's Eleven. I was oh going to say, yes. first thought of it was like, thought. okay, like you see Frank Sinatra and you go, oh fuck. Oh god. Nope. Oh, no. 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 That wasn't that. No. Like, and that's what I'm like. I'm like, crap, we watched a Frank Sinatra movie that's actually good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah, it didn't we've feel seen like any two, other besides feel like two hours. Yeah. I I have seen quite a few. Oh, you have? You forget who I'm related to. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. didn't know he was in a lot of movies. Yeah. Quite a few. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't great in them, but he was in them. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know how like nowadays there's usually that like one person who's in most movies is like, oh, yeah, the teenage girls will buy a ticket for this one. Go ahead. Mm. That was Frank Sinatra. And yeah. like, basically Chris Pratt now? They're putting him in fucking everything? I was going to say, I wasn't really going to be a name a name, but yeah, pretty Chris much. Chris Pratt yeah. is Mario. Yeah. Wahoo. Yeah. Whoa. Said, whoa. It's a me. Mario. Is that seriously what it sounds like? He yes. might as well. He is yes. not. Uh, yeah. Was it James? Was it Martinette? What's yeah, his first name? Yeah. Uh, the guy who, who's been Mario for I don't know. Mm. decades now. Mm. I think it's James Martin. I know the last name. Yeah, I I believe so. But yeah, you're right. You know, you're right there. And that that just but this, it's just like okay, we've got a war flag and some parts Charles, that right? I think if I think thank you. I Sorry. think if we did this like. Two years ago, this would have been a very different reaction to this movie. I think so. Mm. Yeah. Because I was a little, I was still a little, like, still a little burnt. Yeah. It's like, yes. oh, Frank, very, you very asshole. Poli- yeah. Well, not just that. This is a very politically strong, motivated yeah. movie. Yeah. No, you're telling me that, you know, somebody uses their political connections to put an uh, a charismatic idiot into the Oval Office? <laughs> no! <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> next you gotta I, tell me that that you know game show host is gonna be president. Yeah, <laughs> not even a good game show host. <laughs> not even a good one. No, no, not even a good one either. That whole that that whole idea that game show is you know the you go ahead interview get whittled down and first prize is a job. Yeah, right. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, the Apprentice sucked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hindsight, I mean, first time around, I'm used to watching. Used to watching in business school. Yeah. They're like, oh, look at this. And I'm like, this isn't really that good. I'm going to watch this in business school. You do realize that he is a terrible businessman who somehow yeah. managed to bankrupt a casino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't give me that much money. Uh, uh, buy my NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a bunch of badly photoshopped images that we didn't pay for. Yeah. Yeah, that was just... Damn. Oh, man, but this one, The Manchurian Candidate, I mean, it, there are two versions of this, which, again, is the 1960 Oh, yeah, newer version with Denzel. Yeah, that has the, uh, it has Denzel Washington. Yep. Yeah. Which yeah. I also haven't seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that one was more upfront with what it was about. Really? This one, when it was advertised, was not quite 
you know, out there. Really? What? When, when it was initially. political thriller? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was about politics, but it wasn't the fact that, you know, an undercover agent from the Korean War was going to be brainwashed to kill the president. It was going to be brainwashed at the the potential Nobody. president. But yeah, you know, so but in the 2004 one, it's the president himself. Ah, really? So yeah. there's slight changes itself, but oh. it, it, you know. I I only knew about this from pop cultural osmosis. I've yeah. never Same. seen it before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like, I knew about, like, trigger phrases and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew what my, I thought it was like, okay, um, there's a politician who has been brainwashed by China and there's like a secret phrase that makes him turn or something. It's something like that, yeah. I knew yeah. that much. They oh, had something. Totally they had something similar with uh, Winter Soldier in the Marvel movies. Like, right. There's that that trigger phrase of like several yeah. nonsense words that okay, trigger it. But with with in the Marvel movies, it made it a bit more believable because yeah. in this one. They it's they did this whole thing where in three days they managed oh, yeah. to brainwash everybody yeah. in three days. Now I was sitting with Dan watching this, and I came up with a, in my own opinion, a slightly more believable, uh, <laughs> slightly more believable, slightly more believable. You were going through the pros and cons <laughs> of of torturing these men in a specific okay, way. Okay, I was because I'm I, interested. Okay, so what I, what I thought of. <laughs> like, Slightly more a believable way to make it seem like they were brainwashed, and mm-hmm. I I believe that my way of doing it probably would have worked better. And honestly, okay, um, because a making it happen in three days, it's never gonna work. Mm. Well, that's why it's my way top secret. Okay, and, and my way of doing it, um, Frank Sinatra's character would have not known what was happening at all ever. Yeah, because the way. The way, yeah, uh, Raymond. the way I, yeah. no, Raymond was the one that was killing people. Yeah. No. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marco. Major Marco. Marco. Yeah, Major okay. Marco. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing too. <laughs> No, the way I thought of it was if you were going to do this and you wanted to do it right. Yeah. If you were going to make him a war hero, yeah. then you should have at least made him partially a hero. Yeah. What you should have done is if you were going to kidnap or this whole platoon and then try to brainwash them. What you should have done was kidnap the actual whole platoon, but make it seem like they were in a POW camp, mm-hmm. and then slightly torture everybody else except for Raymond. And then, like, keep them all separate, put them in cells, slightly torture them except for Raymond, brainwash Raymond, and do it f- continuously for a couple of months. Make it seem like they're in a POW camp, and then have Raymond save everybody. Make it believable that he actually saves people so that these people are actually indebted to him. Yeah. And actually give him the medal so that when he becomes a fucking killing machine, nobody really knows about it. If you want it to work, it'll work well. He wouldn't have gotten caught if they did it this way. Maybe they had too much hubris. They did. That was the point of it. It's like they did have too much hubris and they thought that their their brainwashing was working when it didn't. It only really worked on one of them. Mm. And that's because Raymond was already a broken bird. He was already broken by his mother. Yeah. Well, it was two people. Well, they were that, all brainwashed. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but two, two people, people were broken. Were broke. Were kind of broke out of the brainwashing. Yeah. It was. I don't remember his name. It was yeah. the uh, the African American yeah. guy and uh, Frank Sinatra's uh, Mark Sinatra. Yeah. Marco. Yeah. Ben Marco. Ben Marco. Yeah. They both started yeah. breaking out of it when they were having the dreams. Yeah. They were having the same types of dreams because they were. Memories coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. I see your point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those two, if they, if 
both of them hadn't broken out of it, he would have never gotten caught. Yeah. Because then America would not have gotten, you know, uh, aware of the situation. Mm. And he would have still, made, you know, everything would have worked out in yeah. Angela Lansbury's plan. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Now keep yeah. now keep in mind, after all of that, that, that she just described... <laughs> I have to share a bed with this woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sleep well today. I'm sitting there going, this is how they should have done I, it. And if they had done it properly this way, I, all of this I'm going to say, it's kind of funny because I, I kind of expect this. And after hanging around and sitting across <laughs> from me recording this podcast in this house for probably just about five years just now. About, close yeah. to, yeah. Yeah, just about five years, which, by the way, very soon is our sixth anniversary. Crazy. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, I think it was just the other day that all the pages and everything and all the accounts were activated, which is still very weird. <laughs> what would David say? But with that, I just kind of looked at that. I look at your eyes and it's kind of like a half smile as you're t- saying all yes. this, too. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this has happened. I'm like, I'm glad we're <laughs> <laughs> like, It's because I read way too much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I watched uh, mm. Glass Onion. I mentioned mm. it before the podcast. I watched Glass mm. Onion the other day for the first time. Yeah. And I figured out who the killer was yeah. almost immediately. Oh, no. And I watched it with my friend Liza. Yeah. And I oh. sat back and I, I watched a scene where somebody got killed. Yeah. And I went, oh, so so-and-so did it. Yeah. And she... Quickly turned her head and looked at me quickly, and then just turned back. Yeah. No expression on her face. She just kind of gave me a half look. <laughs> and then at the very end, when I said how I figured it out, she just kind of looked at me and she was like, ah. <laughs> like, oh, that's how you figured it out. <laughs> I kept calling shit out during this. Oh, yeah. You know, a movie is, well, it's either doing something terribly right or terribly wrong if you start shouting at the screen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, we were doing that through the end of it. Well, yeah. I did it at the very beginning because I was like, wait a minute. Uh, and I looked at him and was like, are you sure yeah. that this doesn't have anything to do with his stepfather's political run? And he was like, how would they have known? They, you know, they were they were here and this is obviously you know, a communist plot. They definitely, and I'm like, they definitely come off as, you know, stupid secondary villains. Right. Yeah. And I was like, are you sure? Because this all feels way too politically motivated. Yeah. And he was like, well, you know, let's keep watching. And then as it's going and we're going and we're going. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, I, this is just feeling way too, yeah. something's not right. Like, yeah. I'm just sitting in the back of my head going, there's something, there's just something not fitting here. I don't get it. Why yeah. is this not working? And then when his mom says, uh, play why don't, yeah, why don't you play a game of solitaire? I was like, why don't you pass the time with a nice game of solitaire? Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the way that that was cut. Yeah, and the way that that scene was shot, where she's two thirds to the left, yep. and she's on the right yep. side. Yep, it's not quite right, and she's the only one in the scene. Yep, you know, at that point, I'm like, ooh, like my my brain just sank, and I'm like, oh damn. The minute she locked the door. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what kind of she's the American handler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. As as yeah. soon as like we heard the why don't you play a game of solitaire, I went I went into full Bioshock mode, yeah. and I'm sure you know yeah. this is where Bioshock got it from. But yeah, Bioshock was my first introduction to that sort of thing. Yeah. So I'm like, would you cut you motherfuckers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't you pass the time with a nice game of solitaire? 
that that to me, and I've always liked like spy thrillers with those little code mm-hmm. words and something, and that just really. But one other thing that got me was when they had the same explanation and the same description of Raymond Shaw. Mm-hmm. And they say this oh, yes. one, and I wrote this one here, but it's Raymond Shaw's the kindest, bravest, warmest, most wonderful human being I've ever known in my life. Yeah, they say it like a robot. And, yeah, and that, you know, someone, the African-American guy yep. like, wakes up and he says it and he says it and he clicks in. Yep. Mm-hmm. You see it like he looks with like a word word and a clunk. Yeah, necessarily. Yeah, Raymond Shaw's the kindest, bravest, warmest. Most wonderful human being I've ever known in my life. And he just looks back, kind of like, wait, what? I just like, yeah. I like when he writes Raymond yeah. the, the letter. Yeah. And he calls him, like, his best friend in the army. Yeah. <coughs> and even Raymond's like, the fuck are you talking about? It's yeah. Like, I'm an right. asshole. Everyone yeah. hated me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it is there, like, where he's, like, really cold. He's sad. He's unsympathetic. He's very much a loner. But, you know, with all this, and I mean, it's still, to me, what shocks me is Frank Sinatra's actually good in this. Yes. And it's not, and it's not that he was a bad actor, but it's just... You, you, Fuck you look, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah. 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 Do not, not watch Ocean's Eleven if you want to see Frank Sinatra act. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not that he's bad. I mean, from what I've seen him in, he's not that bad, but he's been like, okay, he's fine. Yeah. This one, he was believable. Yeah. Like, he was believable that he was a major in the army who had no idea what to do, and especially where he's um, meeting a woman who's soon to be his wife when they're in between the train cars. Right, okay. Which that very thing, clearly is not a train. Right. <laughs> that whole thing kind of threw me off, though. Because yeah. I, I was super suspicious of her. Yes. Because mm. mm. the... Okay, back mm-hmm. me up. At one yeah. point during their initial con- conversation, she says the words, I was one of the... Railway workers who laid the lines. Yes. She said Chinese railway workers. Yes. yes. And I was like, wait, is she a hallucination? Yeah. It's like, right. is this, like, we're seeing what he's seeing because he, he's been hypnotized too? Yeah. Like, is this even a good is ending? She even, yeah. Is she even here? I don't yeah. trust her at all. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. just like. I think it was meant that way to kind of throw you off. Well, why, would she yeah. red herring? Yeah. why would she say she was one of the original Chinese workers? Of, that should happen, like, the 19th century. Right. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute, what? I don't understand why she said it, but she very clearly said it. And I'm like, Okay, mm. I'm not crazy then. No, you're not, because I thought the same thing. I was like, wait, why Why is this even part of the dialogue? I'm a yeah. little confused. Is this supposed to be flirting? Yeah. I'm a bit, I'm off, maybe. Yeah. Like, granted, <laughs> granted, neither of us have been in the dating scene for a very long time. So right. maybe this is either. how flirting yeah. Yeah, if this is flirting, I'm, yeah. I'm a little confused. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Oh, like she was just joking? I think so. I think that was supposed to be a joke, but it, it didn't... Co- I think she was trying to open with a joke, and oh. he was... And missed? <laughs> I missed because he was already sort of mentally fucked up because yeah. of what was happening. And I think it was just a, a missing cue. I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure where it was supposed to be. Yeah, for a while I was convinced uh, she was a hallucination and yeah. he's being manipulated by an agent from China. I the agree. The thing that made me sad, actually, is the yeah. fact that he had nobody to call after yeah. his fight with the um, with the Chinese with Ch- butler. Ch- Ch- yeah. 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 Chinese. He's Korean. I'm so yeah. sorry. Um, yeah. Chino, man. Um, what are you doing? But, yeah, he... Chino, uh, knock it off, buddy. Yeah. So he, they had to call her. Because yeah. that was the only number he knew. Right. El Dorado 9-something-something. Yeah. Nine, nine, seven, 
El Dorado, not you know, the only thing you could remember, and it's, it did seem like it was a little bit of a hallucination. You're kind of right. Yeah, yeah, she's like telling him all this information yeah. about how to contact her yeah. future Pete, and I'm right. just like, is this some kind of weird spy? Yeah. Right. I was like, is she a plant? What's happening here? Yeah, and then when later on, when you find that show, yeah, I said I told you I was engaged. You know, I didn't. I broke off the engagement because I met you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, wait, it's what the sixties. I've known you five minutes. I love you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and, you know, and um, so will we have this um, where Shaw comes back from war and he's, you know, he's honored but with a with a heroism a medal of honor with the president and Eleanor Iceland. Uh, she tries to further the career Iceland? of her husband, Iceland. Yeah. I thought you said Iceland. Yeah, Iceland. So I mean, where Senator Iceland, John the Lion. Iceland. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the senator uh, John Iceland, who is um, who I do want to point out, is actually a guy who was uh, named his name is James Gregory. Yep. And he played a general in one of my favorite episodes of Mash <laughs> ever. Um, there's an episode where it's one of the first, I think it's the second season, um, where he plays a general that tries to hit on Hulahan and unint- accidentally dies in her tent. Oh, so like you know, because it's a general who died while he was trying to flirt with a nurse, they take the dead body and then bring him up to battle. So the general dies. Is like so he died and, in battle. Yeah. So like the uh, character Henry Blake and everybody else is in on it. He doesn't know what's going on. He walks up. He goes, "Hey guys, is he talking about killing a general that's already dead?" <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty sure he's actually the yeah. um he's actually played plays Deep Throat in uh, the X Files. I'm almost positive. Yeah, there there is he has an extensive resume, an extensive oh, resume. Oh, X Files. Yeah, Pretty also sure a lot of yeah, a lot of Twilight Zone stuff. Um, you know, he just quite a huge record. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah it's, it really I'm, is a hey, it's that guy type thing. I'm him, yeah. almost positive. I'm double checking that, but yeah. I'm almost positive. Hmm. Um, which you know, it's a good thing to that's mention. That's how I yeah. picked him up anyway. Yeah, that's a good thing to mention too. Anyway, was I said, hey, it's that guy. We do want to mention on our uh, on our YouTube channel. You can go through on our website, MovieTheaterTimeMachine.com, look up the interview we had with Larry Hankin. Um, his book at the time of release is just about to drop. So at the time we released this episode, so I mean, definitely go buy that because we're gonna have him on again to talk more about it. Nice. And the guy is funny as hell too. So, oh, it says Deep Throat portrayed by Jerry Martin. Okay. Oh, okay. Wasn't that very similar? Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Um, So I mean, we have uh, John Iceland, who everybody thinks is an idiot, only because he is. Because he is. Yeah. Because he is an idiot. He just takes it. Yeah. And you have uh, Frank Sinatra plays a character, Major Marco Ben Marco, who's promoted you know to major. And assigned to Army Intelligence, and he has a recruiting night, a recurring nightmare where he's hypnotized. Uh, I think he's at a hydrangea convention yeah. at a hotel. Yeah, yeah. That that the jump between the two of them got me for a minute. Yeah, like, what is happening here? Yeah. Well, I, I think the movie had some interesting uh, cinematography sometimes here. Yeah. And there. It definitely did. Uh, it doesn't always stand out, but. Or, I don't know if this counts as cinematography, but just the way it's set up all weird, like, where people just kind of change and mm. 
And I, then the lady droning on turns into the, the guy in China giving the presentation to the Russians. And I, mean, I, I did like that back and forth, though. That was, yeah. that was like, really well done. I like the change of perspective, too, because depending on who you're whose eyes you're looking through, it changes. Yeah. Because first we're seeing uh, basically the eyes through, um, I believe it's through through Marco. (laughs) Oh no, first we're seeing the eyes through through Raymond. And then Mm. we're seeing the eyes through Marco. Right. And then we see it through the eyes through the African-American. I I can't remember. remember I want to say Martin maybe or something. But he, uh, for example, in that in that scene, everybody in the um, in the flower like in the, convention, in the, in whatever, the audience, in the audience is black. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's the perception that you're in yeah. every single time. It changes depending on the person's perspective you're in, yeah. which I thought was interesting. The character you're looking for is, uh, is Captain Alan Melvin. 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 Yeah, Melvin. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was played <laughs> by a man, Jay, uh, James Edwards. Okay. Yeah. You know, and um, but he had some, he has some, he played a really good part, but he's also played some really good roles as well. I mean, everybody in here is a hey, it's that guy mm. perspective, so to speak. Um, but uh, including others, I mean, Lawrence Harvey is probably. Uh, one of the only ones who actually he died pretty early, um, but uh, is one of the only ones who isn't as well known. At least he didn't really uh, he didn't really uh, transcend a lot of culture. More uh, famous then than he is now, um, but everybody else. I mean, we all know who Janet Leigh is. Really? Uh, yeah, Janet Janet Leigh. Um, um, is it Lee or Leigh? I think it's Lee. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and several others, and a lot of Hitchcock films, really, that she was from. Uh, but, uh, where are we here? He... Alright, so, yeah, he's in Army Intelligence, and you really start to see the real breakdown of it. Marco's not really doing very well. He's having nightmares. Uh, there's a point where they're talking to the press about about military actions and, um, you know, idiot uh, John Aslan is just really... Everybody's a communist. <laughs> yeah. There are there are 472 communists there are in the Defense Department. 275. Uh, yeah. There's 168. Yeah. Uh, somebody give me that number. I, I wasn't entirely sure what the hell was happening other than, okay, here's a politician and his only thing is screaming at everybody being communist. Yeah. Yeah, that's, he's just asking questions. <laughs> and it's just, uh, he's basically, uh, yeah. he's basically Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. Everything's a communist yeah. because of the stupid John Birch Society. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it. Not going to get into yeah. it. Yeah. That ain't right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you do want to hear or see a really good anti-Alex uh, Jones rant about it, look up Stephen Colbert's brain fight. <laughs> What There's, about the remix about turning the freaking frogs, Carrie? Yeah, that is <laughs> phenomenal. That is phenomenal itself. But um, so Alan and uh, Frank Sinatra are having the same, you know, Marco are having the same nightmare here when Melvin and he uh, separately identify photos of the two same men. 
they go to army intelligence and they agree to help. And at first, when you see, like, they agree to go help them, you kind of wonder if this is, like, the military's way of therapy. Mm. Like, they all get into a very dark, secretive, weird room. I mean, whatever works. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about your feelings, soldier. Let's talk about your feelings there. It's like, uh, yeah. Just, just shut up and do it. Yeah. I don't know. All I think of is Mash. Yeah. With, uh, what's his face? With Hawkeye? Oh, yeah, but the, the other oh, guy. Oh, Sidney Freeman? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they yeah. didn't have the luxury of a big scary room. True. True. Yeah, well, you mean you talk about with the finale? No, just any episode oh. where he shows up. Yeah, yeah, true. True. Uh, the, you see, during, during captivity, Shaw was programmed as a sleeper agent. We already went over that one. Uh, this battle of heroism is actually false, and the memory's been implanted. Uh, agents trigger Shaw by suggesting that he play a nice game of solitaire, and the yeah. Queen of Diamonds activates it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we pass the time with a nice game of solitaire. Now, imagine if he got into one of those unwinnable games <laughs> and never actually, uh, yeah. never actually flipped over the Queen. I have right? a feeling that that game was already set up so that the Queen would, would flip. Yeah. But well, it was the first like 52 time, yeah. Of them. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, like there's later, right. yeah. There's like, yeah, that was a little. It's a little odd, though, that you just get the queen. I can't say, you know, I can't say, like, if you really wanted somebody to trigger, like, go with a two of diamonds or something. Something that may the, be obvious, or. I mean, it was, the, it was the representation of it because the queen represents the, the screwed up relationship he has with his mother. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Symbolism. Yeah. Now I'm thinking that makes so sense. Alice in Wonderland, Red Queen. Yeah. But it's the Red Queen. It's the Queen of Diamonds, not yeah. the Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts I is think, a crazy I one found that, yeah. I oh. found that was kind of interesting yeah. that they use diamonds and not hearts. Money? Mm. But maybe. I think I think they wanted to get away from hearts because they think hearts sort of implied romantic love, mm. which this is implying something sharp. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Pointy. Mm. Yeah. So they want to make sure that his brainwashing still works. He took a job at uh, with a with a newspaper man in New York, mm-hmm. uh, Holborn Gaines, and the communist agents have Shaw murder Gaines to confirm that his brainwashing is okay. Chunjin, a Korean agent who poses as a guide for the show's platoon. Comes to Shaw's apartment and wants to work for him. Unsuspected Shaw hires him as a valet and a cook. Marco recognizes Chunjin and he visits when he visits the apartment later. Sees him and then I'm just thinking in my mind the, uh, the music from Kill Bill. And then punch in the face. I just love the. What was he doing with his hands? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's his hands, goddammit? Where's his hands? In dreams, they do see. Uh, Raymond doing some kind of repeated gesture with his hands that ends up being like the cards. He's playing cards all the time. After Marco's arrested for assault, uh, Jeannie Cheney, um, who, uh, the woman he met on the train, posts bail and then breaks her engagement off to state him anyway. Because why not? It's the 60s. Yeah. I've known you for eight minutes. Let's get married. Yeah. <laughs> Shaw rekindles a romance with Jocelyn. You know, you know, that actually is a theory on that, though. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking about it because you know that they had that time where the bomb was probably going to drop. Mm-hmm. 
constantly like, oh, they're going to bomb uh, anyway. So maybe people were ready to jump into it anyway. It kind of was like that yeah. after World War II. Yeah. Everybody was kind of like that for a while. Yeah. Yeah. My grandparents got married after six weeks. Yeah. They were married for 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> there might yeah. be some science behind it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my... Chino. Yeah. Sorry, listeners, if you're hearing the dog in the background. He's just being a kind of weird. Yeah, he's, he's biting at people's shoes because he's weird. Except for me. Because I'm to get the dog this way. <laughs> uh, so, Shaw has had a romance with Jocelyn Jordan, the daughter of the of Thomas Jordan, the rival uh, senator. Jocelyn, who they call Josie, which confuses me because I've never been called Josie in my life. Yeah. But, whatever. But no pussycats. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, no, I think this came out. Wait, I think that came out around the same time. Yeah. <laughs> the El- comic. Eleanor arranges the reunion to garner Jordan's support for John's vice presidency bid, but unswayed, Jordan says, I'll block you. And I do like the way that he says this. He's like, I did. basically, I'll I despise you. you. I'll pay every penny that I have and borrow whatever I can borrow to block you. I will not do a damn thing. I think that's when you call it, guys. You're like, yeah, he's dead. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I was like, yep, she's going to have him killed. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And after the uh, inadvertently triggers, uh, he triggers Shaw by wearing a diamond costume, a diamond, you know, diamond's costume at the party. How, how hey, many of those were hanging around at the time, just... In the I shop. just saw it in a store window. I'm like, oh, please let this break him out. Please let this... Uh, okay, we've gone directions. Yeah. I was just yeah. hoping that, because what happens this night, th- that night ended up being just so... Like, the, the next 48 hours ends yeah. up being just completely messed up, because... For sure. Yeah, just because of this particular night, you get... You know, you find out that his... Raymond's American handler is his mother. Yeah. Then it's just kind of ironic that um, Josie shows up dressed as the Queen of Diamonds. I know it's a little bit too coincidental. Yeah, it's really on the nose. But I guess. Mm. Um, and that somehow he manages to get her out of the outfit. Yeah. Because they leave that particular part of the outfit. Behind. Right. When she first showed up with it, I was like, is this a hallucination? I thought so too. I was like, is, right, he's, is yeah. he hallucinating the fact maybe she is the Queen of Diamonds and this is what's going to break his, his brainwashing? That's what I thought initially. And that, no, no, because he manages to get her out of that. And then the next morning, in his home, you have Major Marco waiting for him. Oh, God. This is when and, I start yelling at the screen. And they, and Raymond and, and Josie walk in and they've gotten married. They eloped overnight. Raymond's uncharacteristically bubbly and happy. He's so yeah. happy because he's so lovable. Because God knows that word hadn't been used a thousand times <laughs> when right. he's crying about how unlovable he is and telling Marco his tragic backstory, how his mom made him break up with her. He's broken. He was like 17 years old and oh, he was in love. Yeah, because remember, he had to, yeah, because he, he was forced to enlist. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's straight up a broken bird. Yeah, yeah, he's only, if you think about it, time, time, yeah, timeline wise, 
he's only maybe 22, 23. Yeah, I was going to say at least like he's, 21. Yeah, he's a kid. If that, yeah. He was only, he, remember, he's only yeah. in the army for about four years total. Yeah, so, so he, yeah, 22, he 23. Was honorably discharged. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, if he came back, if he came, car, back. If he came back from capture, yeah. Right. That's an almost so, automatic, yeah. you know. Discharge itself. He spent four years in the army. He yeah. was a kid because he had spent yeah. the summer at the summer house, and he was yeah. he was supposed to join you know that following spring, right? But that didn't happen, so he was probably instead yeah. of going to college, he was going to join the army, which a lot of people did at yeah. that time. So yeah. he was he instead yeah he wasn't going in the spring. He was made to join right then yeah. and there directly after yeah. summer. So he was probably only eighteen years old. Yeah, maybe and that, 19. yeah, that was the first generation that would do that. They serve, they honorably go through it, and then they went to college. They do that, they, but they 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 were one of the first ones to take advantage of the GI Bill. Yeah, you know. I so know. I mean, that one that was a big thing, or like a, one of the big things, were with Mash. Yep. That was kind of there, like, why are you here? Why are they all making the most of this? Because they can advance their lives. Right. They'd go home. Yeah. Yeah. They'd have a little bit of money from, yeah. from the government, and then yeah. the government would pay for their college. That right. was the whole point of the GI. Right. I thought it matched they were, you know, conscripted or something. Yeah, they were brought They were brought over there, but the doctors were, um, the doctors were brought over there, but they, um, yeah. What about, what's his face? Um, who came in and replaced Ferret Face? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, that was, um... Shit! The yeah, Winchester. Guy from Bo- yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, Winchester was, but the majority of them, especially in the, early, in the early seasons, they were all brought over, and they, you know, instead of fighting with the draft board, you know, where Hawkeye hit under his, uh, hit under his porch, and several others were like, okay, we'll pay off all your loans. Or whatever it took, because a lot of these people were fresh out of school. You know, at that time, or even the ones that were there, like the Radar, Klinger, and all the others, they were all like, yeah, you come and serve over here. We'll pay for you to go to school later. Yeah. You know, and that that was a Why was big, Klinger always trying to get away? Because he didn't want to, once he got there, he didn't want to be there. Uh-huh. You know, he didn't want to be there. And he's like, okay, you know, and then later on, he's like, oh, I'm going to take my GI Bill. I'm going to learn a trade, and I'm going to buy the house my parents had. Yeah, I haven't seen this show a thousand times. <laughs> you know, so yeah, day. Um, yeah, I really should be on that show. Match matters. Um, which I was, but that's the difference. But uh, let's see. So they really trigger that here. So um, furious at uh, Senator Jordan's rebuff, Eleanor, who is the American handler, when we found out, uh, sends him to go kill Jordan at his home, and Shaw also killed Jocelyn in the process. Yeah, that's that's the thing that happens within the 48 hours. fucking shocked me. It didn't shock me, yeah. Yeah. because yeah. the one thing that they said, yeah. um, they, meaning the Russian operatives when they came mm. to verify that the brainwashing was still there, uh, when he was hit in the hit and run, quote yeah. unquote, yeah. Um, before he killed his boss. Yeah. They had mentioned that if anything had ever gone wrong with one of the hits, yeah. that he was to kill anybody else that was collateral. Right. Yeah, that was one of the things that they had mentioned. Yeah. But I didn't know she was going to walk in the door. She she was already home. Yeah. They had mentioned that she oh. was upstairs and that she was sleeping. So yeah. she was in the house. Yeah. So I knew I knew that the minute that he pulled out that gun and that nobody was around to stop him because... When they came back from eloping yeah. and um, 
Major Marco is in the the house waiting. Why did he let he him t- go do that? I thought that if he was going to let him go, that at least he should have put a tail on him. Right? Somebody <laughs> should have been around to watch it. Yeah. Just, because if he was going to be that dangerous and he was going to be, you know, being able to be triggered like that, I know. Yeah. then at least they should have had somebody follow him. I right. mean, he saw what happened when he was accidentally triggered by an unrelated conversation. Right. He went and jumped yeah. in the lake, literally. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was... Yeah. He should have, somebody should have been around to watch him. Yeah, yeah, so he didn't even, there was, why did he let him go on his honeymoon for 48 hours? I'm just like, no, he's going to be commanded to kill her father. Yeah. We knew this. Yeah. He didn't know this. Yeah. Because he, he wasn't aware of who the handler was at that point. But he knew he was that easily triggered. Right, he and did. Was just, why couldn't he just talk to him quickly, yeah. undo it, as like he had planned? With, yeah. Well, it's I don't not think as, he did that long. I don't think uh, he He's not as easily triggered as Danny Kay in the court gesture, which is a snap. I also <laughs> didn't think he knew uh, how to undo the brainwashing as of yet. Yeah. I thought that was after he figured out it had to do with the Red Queen card. Well, once, no, no, no. He figured that out later. I think he was. He yeah, went home and talked to yeah. his, his girlfriend. Yeah. And that's when he pulled out all the, the, yeah, when he the, pulled out the cards the, with all the, yeah, the queens. The trick deck that had that. Yeah, and he says, he, hey, you use this. You don't have to worry about what the what card the old lady in the front row chooses. He had that discussion after. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. when he figured out how to undo yeah. the brainwashing. But at that point, yeah. Raymond was already yeah. off on his honeymoon. It's interesting that they say it later, too, is that you remove all the memory, therefore you don't show any guilt. Right. And it's yeah. true. You it's take it the, away, the, how the does weird, he know? Yeah. The weird American... Uh, that un, 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 what did it say? That, the uh, weird American trait of guilt. Right. What? Yeah. Uniquely American trait. How? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't really think, think that. I don't think that's an American trait. I think no. it's just a human trait. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's human. I mean, hell, I have enough guilt on my shoulders unless every day they, as it is. Unless it was implying yeah. that America's uh, enemies are just that evil. Yeah. Yeah. Guilt is, is a. Well, yeah. I was raised Catholic. I got nothing but. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You donate that surplus guilt. There's yeah. a there's a section of PTSD that allows uh, your brain to stop feeling guilt. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. Um. Yeah. There's it's just there's sections that yeah I don't know. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and when he dis- when uh, Marco discovers Shaw's conditioning, he uses the force uh, uses a force deck for to deprogram him. Yeah, for a half a second, I thought yeah. he said he uses the force. I thought so too. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I guess that works. Yeah. Um. These are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah. It's just, it's it's messed up. This whole the whole the whole. That entire scene is all yeah. messed up. They give him a, a gun with a silencer first off. Yeah. Which that's not how silencers work. Yeah, no. Not especially not on not on a revolver. No. No. Because there's all space around the cylinder where that noise will get out. Like if you want to have a believable silencer, you put it on an automatic. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. There's space like around the chamber where the six bullets are. Yeah. That's that has room. It's going to make a much louder sound. You can't huh. you can't really silence a revolver. Yeah, I I don't know a thing about guns at all. Me neither, but yeah. I just know that's that's one of those things. That's that a movie thing. Yeah, get, that they get wrong. Yeah, I've heard of. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, 
Interesting thing is that the um, the force deck with all the queens is known as a Monte Cristo deck. Yeah, it's also I, a decent sandwich. Yeah. Is it always a queen of diamonds? Yeah. With the queen, yeah, with the queen specifically as a Monte Cristo deck. Yeah, that's why yeah. they chose queen of diamonds yeah. rather than yeah. something else. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. possibly. Yeah. yeah, and hoping that it's going to reveal the next assignment, Eleanor Primes Shaw to uh, assassinate their party's presidential nominee at the height of the convention. And that's also when you kind of find out that not only has she been, you know, yeah. Part of this the entire yeah. time. She's the fucking she, ringleader. She's not only the ringleader, mm. but she's. It, it kind of dives a bit deeply mm. into her, even without going too deep into yeah. it, because you get a little glimpse as to how she's kind of been a communist the whole time. Yeah, and I think she's she was just in it for the power. Yeah, yeah, but they said she kind of says it herself that she's. She's being used, and she knows she's being used, and they've kind of fucked with her for too long, and she's yeah. done with being fucked with. Yeah. Well, and she wanted it for the power, but she, then they brainwashed her kid. Yeah. Now, okay. Now they're gonna when we when we ascend to the power, then we're really gonna have a mad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems yeah. kind of weird yeah. that yeah for someone who just uses people as tools, as she's always calling her husband an idiot to shut up. Yeah. Well, I that's not what I got from it. See, what I got from the conversation was that she was she was used from a young person. Like, mm. younger than what I even thought. Like, that she's she's been involved for a very, very long time, even before. I, yeah. Like, as a child. Mm. That she's been really deep. Mm. That's kind of what I took from it. Okay. Yeah, no, that she's been... That yeah, but I, from what I took from that small bit of information is that she's been involved since she was really young, I'm and just, it, they, she's been orchestrated and she's been like led to do this all this way. But then they used her kid; like they were supposed to take somebody, but they took her kid yeah. in order to tie her even more to them. Yeah, basically, to shove it in her face. They've tied her as as young as she was. They had, she was already tied to them, and now they've tied her even more because they took her kid. And made her kid an assassin. And now, after this, because she's, she's going to be in political yeah. power, she's done. And yeah. she's going to use that power against them now. Yeah. That's what I got from that that yeah. that one line of dialogue that she had. Dang. That's well, what I got from that. I didn't say, wow. No, I... I I was wow. too busy thinking she was a creeper for kissing him on the mouth. Well, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I've, I've like, read way too much Korean to yeah. that that didn't bother me at all. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I saw that and like I oh, yeah too. yeah I, it's one of those things where yeah. mommy knows best. Yeah. Mommy is going to take care of everything. He's mommy's little boy. Nobody's going to be any yeah. better for you than mommy. Yeah, yeah. the way you say that makes me cringe. Yeah, I realize it. Yeah, again, it I've read way upsetting. too much. Nothing yeah. phases me. No, I Carol, saw like, yeah. Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Song. The song "Mother." Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the, uh, the the one of the plot lines in the movie "The Wall" and then the album "The Wall." But they say we we had a um, we had a friend of ours at one point in time who a relationship with this person in it, and that person's mom 
between the two of them. I saw that and I immediately saw those two. Really? Yeah, I saw them like, like I, I, the movie Sleepwalkers. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I I almost threw up in my mouth at one point. Yeah, and um, it's tough. Um, So I mean, the plan is is that he's gonna shoot the presidential nominee, Mm -hmm. and then the vice presidential nominee, which is his stepfather, will automatically assume the nomination of the presidency by default. And in the uproar, he'll seek emergency powers to establish the authoritarian regime. And Eleanor tells Shore that she requested that the pro- program assassin to go ahead and do it. I didn't know it was going to be my boy. And this is where the movie gets insanely interesting. Yep. And it just, it started, this picks up, and that's where I, you know, listeners before this, like, we have uh, an internal text chat. And as I said, if you do feel it's dragging, it gets real good at the end. Nope, we didn't. It didn't it drag gets me at all. Real good at the end, and it starts picking up once everything comes together. And uh, Shaw enters Madison Square Garden, disguised as a priest, and takes the sniper position in the spotlight above. And I don't Martin, think anyone running around with a briefcase would be suspicious, yeah. right? I was yeah. telling Dan too during this part. It's like you know, it's really funny. Is I guess during this time of you know. Seeing a priest walk around might not be that big of a deal. That's what I was thinking too. But yeah. Yeah. nowadays, if you watched a priest, I think if a, if you saw a priest walking around, yeah. that would actually draw attention. Yeah, because yeah. you don't see them around very often walking around in public. No, you just no, like walk. Is, you yeah. see a nun walking around. It's yeah. going to draw attention rather than you know, yeah. divert attention. Right. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I. Remember, would you expect yeah. them a potential assassination? Yeah. Maybe. I've yeah. seen too many movies. No, but <laughs> I, I remember, and you're right, and I want to back you on that, too, is because when I was an ordained minister, occasionally, and I didn't do a lot of weddings, but occasionally when I had to, and it was requested that I wore a collar to go ahead and get mm-hmm. it, and I walked from my car to wherever I was going, like, I got the strangest freaking looks. Mm-hmm. You know, I got the strangest looks in general of like it's just wait. Gonna draw attention. Yeah, it probably wouldn't back then, but yeah. it would now. Oh, for and I know, I know, I definitely did, and I just brought back that memory for me. And uh, you know, and I, I was told to wear a collar because I had you know some people that were marrying. You know, they were they were married a couple times before, and they're like, "Hey, can you wear the collar just so?" Grandma and Grandpa don't get that right. Mad. They don't like, get they, upset about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, you got you got your thing from the internet. I did, and, and you were inspired after you saw that on The Simpsons. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. But, but you didn't get to print a collar from directly from the. Print. <laughs> Dan and I got married by a woman. Yeah, <laughs> so, so did we. So yeah. yeah, I was trying to make you laugh because I saw a caterpillar crawling on her foot thing. Yeah, I, I was, but you wouldn't laugh. I. Was, well, I mean, I was just, I was just blown away by the whole, like, weird, the whole situation. We're just like, whoa, man, I'm getting married. Holy well, shit, I smashed cake in your face, so that makes sense. Yeah, on my <laughs> head and inside my ear and everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he sets up this, and uh, Colonel Milt races to the convention to stop him at the last moment. Shaw, who is so like, you see this really beautiful, intense moment, and you know, Kaz, I think you, you called it out at this point, too, right? Uh, yeah. When, well, I, I knew as soon as after yeah. he met with Marco, I'm like, 
Okay, he's gonna he's gonna shoot his parents. I said to Dan, he's gonna shoot his mother. How much do you want to make a bet? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was surprised he went for the stepfather first. I but... was too. I was so expecting yeah. him just oh, to yeah. shoot his yeah. mom, but he shot him too, and I was like, oh, that's a lot of resentment. Yeah. Okay, actually, that's better because then yeah. she got to see the horror before she died. Yeah, yeah. As in free. As I agree being. with you, and I expected that, but the fact that she, you know, he got him right in the you know, right in the head. Yeah, in the forehead. Right in the forehead. Yeah. So it's like okay, and that's close enough for what they call it. Um, I learned this from an episode of Bones. It's what they call turning off the computer. <laughs> Which episode of Bones? Yeah. Do you remember? And, I've been watching uh, so much Bones was, lately. I have, been, I have too. I've been binging <laughs> it hard. Yeah, yeah, I have been binging it bones. really, really I've hard. I've been watching so yeah, much Bones. It's uh, one of the episodes where Jacob Broski appears. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, okay, they do that. It's, um, you know, it's, you know, where they have the, um, um, they do the shot where they shoot at the back of the head and it separates the brain and the spine. They call it turning, you know, it's called resetting the computer. <laughs> and if they shoot in the front, it's called turning off the computer. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, it just, the brain just cancels out. Yeah. And, uh, it's, but it's just, um, it's silly booth just saying it deadpan. You know, here and then, you know, tempered front and responding. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Just totally deadpan. And then it kind of peels back. And then uh, Caroline's looking like, okay, Cherie, what the hell are you just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> who, who is the damn funniest character she on the so whole show? Funny. I yeah. Love her so much. <laughs> that's, that's about, you need to give me more evidence. Was well, a federal prosecutor that makes me tingly. <laughs> like, like that, that's one of my favorite lines out of this. We watched show. a movie. Yeah, we oh, did. We yeah. Did. yeah, we weren't watching. We months. did. It's about the same. Where it's at the last moment, he aims away from the presidential nominee when he's about to just say it right at the running, right time, and then boom, hits his stepdad, and then knocks out his mom right on the stage. But then Marco, who is just running through, which you know the whole back way kind of looked like the it kind of looked like the. Uh, the hotel from The Shining. I just love the fact that the door that he has to run through just has the word no. Yes! <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah. We just kept making the joke that, that you keep, no, no, you can't go through that door. It says no. No. <laughs> it says no. And then on the opposite side of it, it says close. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was really funny. Yeah. But I just, I don't know why I found it so funny. <laughs> the other side, The no. other side, if you, yeah, if you open the door, it says close. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's great. <laughs> and Marco arrives lighting uh, the lighting booth Shaw tells him that not even the army could have stopped him so he had to yep. yeah the boy when they get in power that would have been it so he puts the medal of honor around his neck commits suicide yep and and, I, 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 and I like it, that it happened very fast and suddenly cause yeah. I don't know it just well it, if you notice he loads three bullets into yeah. the gun too yeah. so he had every intention on shooting yeah. His stepfather, his his mother, and himself. Man, he must have pretty good reach to kill, shoot himself in the head with a sniper rifle. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> because of an episode of Bones, I could probably explain to you how he did it, too. Yeah. But I, I was, I just felt like, ah, that's interesting. An old movie not pulling punches. Mm. No. Just like, bam, he's dead. Bam, she's dead. Mm. Uh, cries, explains. Bam, he's dead. Yep. Yeah. Although yeah. the first the kill with um the first kill that we see with the senator did look kind of hokey with the whole grabbing his chest yeah although I was confused because the milk carton got 
kit. And I'm wait, wait, did he miss? But no, he grabbed his chest or something. And yeah, it was over. through, it was through the milk carton into ah. his chest. And I'm just like, did they not have school snacks? I don't know when those were invented. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure they did. I just think they did it for effect. Yeah. And it is genuinely interesting when you think about it with everything. This movie shouldn't be as relevant as it is now. I know, right? Uh, you know, when you watch it and you go, oh, oh shit. Right? Something about yeah. this feels with, modern. Yeah. Right, especially with Russian collusion. Yeah. And China doing yeah. China shit. And yeah, and it's a 1962 movie, and I think I said this off mic. Stop being relevant. Yeah, and I said this off mic, but you know, it's like, you know how old Angela Lansbury was in 1962? She's conventionally playing a grown man's mom mm. without without even thoughts on mm. it. I mean, uh, and not used to her being a bad guy. Yeah. So her being a bad guy was amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, then when we did the. Um, were you guys around with the court gesture when we did that? Or did, okay, that was the one we had to take. But the um, but the court gesture, she's a bit of a bitchy princess. Is she? Yeah, she did. But it's no way near what this is. Right. No, she's yeah, like she's the, maniacal. Like, yeah, it's no way near how bad she is here. She's manipulative and yeah. evil, and like I'm not used to her. I'm used to her being sweet grandma. Yeah. So right. This right. Is, yeah. This yeah, and yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, there's so many things. I mean, we get on the other side of the 4041 media ad. Um, you know, we uh, there's a few things with Angela Lansbury that to me I thought were really super interesting. Mm. You know, with some fun facts about her because we haven't really done much of that. No, we haven't. Um, and uh, but I really, really, really strongly suggest everybody check this movie out. Yeah, it's a good. This movie. is a really day. This surprised me. I do want to say that yeah. the ending of it too is uh, when um, Marco is talking to his girl yeah. and explaining the whole thing. He explains kind of why Raymond sort of deserved the Medal of Honor at the yeah. end. Because yeah. he, Raymond had, I hate to say it this way, but Raymond had no no luck yeah. and no real shot here. Like, no. he shot, da-da-da-da-da-da. Um, <laughs> but he had no, there was nothing he could have done because no. he was screwed basically yeah. from the get-go. He, he had a manipulative mother who basically ruined his first love. Yeah. yeah. Um, All because that dad was supposedly a communist. Yeah. and man- Well, manipulated him yeah, out well. of pretty much everything. Then threw him into the army where he obviously wasn't raised with much love. No. So he was already kind of a cold person. So he didn't know socially anyway. He didn't know how to make friends. That much is obvious. Right. Um. Then he was thrown into... A brainwashing scheme turned into a killer. Then again, had his love ripped away from him by his own hand. Yeah, that he had oh, yeah. no control over. She made him write a mean letter. Made him, well, made made him. Well, she wrote it and he signed it, which is kind of worse because he didn't really do any of it. He just was kind of forced to sign it because she manipulated the scenario to make him think that this girl was actually a communist and that everything he thought he knew was a lie. Communist tart? Yeah, communist tart. But then 
she kind of throws her back into his life and then takes her away again permanently and then makes him a killing machine. And the only way he knew he was going to be able to break out of it was take himself out of the equation. Well, take her and himself out of the equation, which she was brave enough to do. Well, he also had the permission of his superior at that point. Yes. You know, where it is, you know, where the Major Marco starts to realize what's going on and then starts to untangle Breaks, helps him to at least break some of The wires have been pulled. Right. You know, it's over. Your duty is done. Your duty is done. uh, Yeah. Basically, nobody can tell you what to do now. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody can tell you what to do. I do like how when when Marco pulls out the the stack deck that he... With the, me and all 52 queens, queens. today. Yeah. But he is nice enough to try to make to make him forget what happened that he murdered. He he was, he did try that. I don't think it worked, but he did try. Well, he still, he didn't make him forget the other killing. Right. Just that one. The one that would crush him, but I think he was still crushed anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, there was no, kind. you're right, there was no coming back from that one. No. I mean, usually when you see some uh, movie of that day and age and somebody's in a famous place or near a famous place and in a hotel with a view, mm-hmm. there's a problem. Right. There's a problem. And I'm like, okay, like he's going to jump out the window. Right. Something bad is going to happen. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's a suicide. And for years working in the hotel industry, you know, where I saw that, I'm like, that triggered my brain. Mm-hmm. That triggered my brain. I'm like, there's a problem here. Yeah, I mean, I had friends who worked in the hotel front, and I mean, they do say that that if anyone like is, you know, when they're working the front to check somebody in to check for any vital signs, if they're depressed or if anything's really happening, and then oh wait, hold on a second, there's something we need to just change your room and then check them into a room that doesn't have a view. Or check them in the room that's, you know, a lower floor. Yeah. You know, to try to prevent jumping. And I mean, it's especially in major cities, they do that. I know in some Boston hotels, they do it. But um, it has, uh, it's it's bizarre. It's bizarre. I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's the movie. Yep, that's how it ends. It ends uh, on a kind yeah. of very sort of sad note. Yeah. The yeah. End. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really yeah. says Abruptly the end. Abruptly done, yeah. I'm abruptly over with. Uh, yeah, so we're going to tell you about 4041 Media. And we'll see you soon. So I'm um, on the other side of it. And don't forget, MovieTheaterTimeMachine.com. Go ahead and spread that around everywhere. See you on the other side, and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. So a couple fun facts about Angela Lansbury that I really liked knowing. 
mm-hmm. uh, was that she was a uh, she was known as the very frugal actress mm-hmm. uh, who would very often bring her own bag of lunch to work and continue this on pretty much until her final role. I remember that, reading yeah, about that. Yeah. She but would she, bring her own, like, like, they have craft services, everything's free. She was like, oh, no, I made a lunch. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, and you said just really be modest with it and was one of the first actresses that really made it a point to know everybody's name, including the PA was the part I really like, including the PA's grips and everybody else and even if they had a child to know when their birthday was. Oh, that's so sweet. She, she, was, just, she was a really sweet lady. Yeah. Which is why her being the villain in this is so I'm fucking not terrifying. Used to it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. And the final one with Angela Lansbury is she's just fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the only parts with it. And it's, I would, I have been tempted to watch Murder, She Wrote <laughs> just to try and see, because I haven't seen it in so damn oh, long. Oh, I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah. If you want to, like, ease yourself back in as a YouTuber pushing up roses, yeah. who, yes. does, who reviews a bunch of different, I don't think she's done the whole series, but she'll, like... She'll, like, zone in on, like, the really interesting episodes, like, where uh, she ends up in the VR system, or um, she ends up, like, dealing with a necromancer or something. I know there was one that was really weird, Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, Pushing Up Roses has done a a series. Um, Wasn't Pushing Up Roses on that guy with the glasses for a while? Yes, she was was part of Channel Awesome for a while. Yeah, it was a back before with Channel Awesome, you know, mm-hmm. in the way, way, way back. I believe she was with them beforehand, and now she's kind of yeah. on her own. Yeah, and uh, and dated Nash Bozard for a little while. I, that Possibly. I couldn't say. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, I don't know the details. Yeah, I, uh, I might be mixing people up in my head. Possibly. But, um, yeah. I do not know, can't yeah, say. Yeah, um, so, Fantasy Cast. Hmm. I mean, I, I hadn't really thought about much for this. Well, if you want to go for, like, odd stunt acting, you could replace Angela Lansbury with someone in the the same kind of neighborhood as her, Um, Betty White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I can see Betty, Betty White, White as an evil manipulator. I can yeah. see her doing yeah. that. Oh, yeah. but, and, and I'm also, wait, I'm also thinking of... Uh, I kept making jokes. Oh, everybody hates Raymond. <laughs> so I just... <laughs> I just uh-huh. see, friendless Raymond. It's like, well... <laughs> he's kind of like that. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was brainwashed by Russians and Chinese. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah. And then, oh, oh God. That, Marco that, his, should be his brother. His giant brother. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? I can't Brad remember. Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. Garrett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. what's he going plays on, a kid? really good bad guy. Yeah, yep. You want to see Brad Garrett play a really awesome, like, bad guy? Yes, he played uh, two episodes or three episodes of um, Law & Order SVU. He plays a, like, serial killer sadistic cop. Really? Uh, he's especially he's, heinous. Yeah, it, I hate to say it, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and he's, like, he's, like, raping prostitutes and then killing them and something. He's, it's like a, seriously, he is fucking sadistic as fuck. It's awesome. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, he, he has a better rate. Yeah. Could you call this like the yeah. the the off scenes when he's not on camera during everybody loves Raymond? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. He's he's like, isn't he a cop on that? He's a cop. Yeah. He's a cop there too, isn't he? So yeah. what happened oh my god, are they are they in like oh, no. New York as well or something? I think, they're, Chicago? I think they're just outside of New York. I could be wrong. Yeah. Let me look. No, it is somewhere in New York, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. I think My brother's that's... a serial killer, dad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew what I should have left my keys in his ass. Yeah. So the reason why he marries Deborah is because she said it while wearing the... At, mentioned doing so while wearing the diamond costume and now you regret yeah. it? You know, it would make a lot of sense too that if you had that because he's, he's, he's in Long Island. Oh so god, yeah. that's so funny. He's York adjacent. Yeah. God, that's so yeah. funny. So, it would make a lot of sense because if you had that, then you'd have Doris Roberts who would be the uh, Angela Lansbury yes. character. Dude. That makes a lot of sense because yes, she was a fucking does. bitch some she of that. Yeah. really was. Yeah. Like, okay, I am not a fan yeah. of Everybody Loves Raymond, but yeah. I watched a lot of it. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, there I are some Raymond. episodes that were genius. I, do you know why I the watched Pokemon it? The Pokemon card episode cannot, is the only one I remember. I cannot yeah. stand yeah. Ray Romano in that in that role. Yeah. He played he's an, actually a very good actor. Right, yeah. And yeah. everything else I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> but not yeah. in Everybody Loves Raymond. I cannot stand his character. No. He, I keep wanting yeah. to put my fist in his face. Yeah. Everybody tolerates Raymond. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the title is sarcastic. It is, yeah. I think. It is. Yeah. I, yeah. I but everybody else in that show I really like. Yeah. Except for Deborah, she kinda gets on no, my nerves. Patricia Heaton never really did anything great. Sure. Yeah, I've seen just, her in she, other films, yeah. and she's actually really good as a villain too. Yeah, Everybody else it, in that show is is okay as a villain. Okay, I mean, but I would say that, but it makes sense though. Doris Roberts is in the yeah. Angela Lansbury role, but then you have the uh, the idiot Iceland would be perfect with Peter Boyle. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's just great anyway. Yeah, I say too much because I yeah. don't remember too much yeah. of the show, even though I watched, yeah. uh, like you said, I watched yeah. the. I yeah. think I watched a lot. I watched a lot of sitcoms, yeah. but I yeah. don't remember much. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the best I, I one that remember. I still have about is the vagina sculpture episode. <laughs> the one I always yeah. still quote is Uncle's Story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when he gets gored by a bull in the butt, but he won't admit it. So, yeah. Robert's just like, it was the Uncle's Story. Yeah, and he helps him patch up. It's a real heartwarming moment, and Ray Romano supposedly improv the line, like, it was like, okay, Ray, patch up. Okay, do you do your little brother thing? And all down, there's like a big silent moment. He goes, hey, where are my keys? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that, that, you know, Brad Garrett starts laughing. That's a genuine laugh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would, I, I would really say you put the cast of everybody with Raymond in this. You know what? That works then. <laughs> it's a pretty I'm okay funny with one. it yeah. though. <laughs> I can also see, um. I'm a killer. Probably <laughs> kill. I mean, would, would we have to change it so that they're interested in politics suddenly? Yeah. I have to kill Deb. <laughs> there you go. You wanted that. Would it just be like anyone who slights, uh, who slights his mother is just like, yeah, kill him? Yeah. Oh God, it's I gotta do it again. Oh, she insulted her. He insulted Raymond. He insulted. All right, God, I gotta go kill her because she insulted you, pot roast. <laughs> yeah. Not even that good. 
That could be an interesting dark scenario. <laughs> thing. Oh. It would be very dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be perfect if it had uh, the characters of Inside Job in it. Because the whole time, just the haircut that Frank Sinatra had in this, I just kept thinking of the dolphin guy from Inside Job. Yeah. Yeah. Who is voiced by. Um... Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, weird. so the voice wouldn't be anywhere. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I just. It would well, play the man has extreme. an elastic voice anyway. Yeah, but the, the whole Inside Job's all about making weird conspiracies, so. Yeah. It would, uh, I guess, being brainwashed into killing somebody just wouldn't be as big of a deal to them. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's even a sub, even a plot in the second season, too. Uh, if you all haven't seen it, though, I mean, the. Got uh, yeah, the uh, Netflix. Netflix, yeah, the Netflix series Inside Job. The picture that every conspiracy about the government is actually real, mm-hmm. but it really is. It's just so it's like there's this underground, uh, you know, corporation that really does run the government. The shadow government. Yeah, the shadow government organization, but it's kind of like the office <laughs> in a way that it's set up. It's yeah, I, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's phenomenal too, but. Um, I gotta throw in one other fantasy casting. Just oh, for fun. Mash! Go for it. The cast of Mash. I wasn't gonna say that one. I was actually gonna say the cast of the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> just and and keep the same tone. Don't make it funny or anything. Yes. Oh my god! It's just Muppets in Korea. Yeah. yeah. Being taken out by. Yeah. Uh, who's the one token human? Is the question. I don't know, but Kermit's gotta be Skeeter? Raymond. Yeah. 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 Go, Kermit's been gunning people down and strangling his friends. <laughs> or would he be? He's got the weird arms for it. And he yeah. shoots Piggy. Oh yeah. no! Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you pass the time with a nice game of solitaire? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, his handler would be the actual person who has their hand up his butt. <laughs> Is that how Muppets work? As far as puppeteering goes? <laughs> the hand yeah, up the it's, butt? Uh, it's the, you know, they're ducked down, arms are up the whole time. Yeah. Oh my god, he has a literal puppeteer. <laughs> it just, just, fourth wall has become yeah. the fifth and sixth yeah. wall. <laughs> <laughs> what if the puppeteer is secretly his lover? Yeah. yeah it is, you know, just I'm just having a picture of Kermit just going, you know, just going out of scene or like, you know, with um, a couple of the scenes of Miss Piggy would, you know, it would do the quick changes. Yep. Or you duck down and have a different suit on. Yep. So you're like Kermit ducking down, suddenly coming back with a gun. <laughs> you're like that, don't you, bitch? <laughs> well, they could do, they could do like the, yeah. like visual gags where they duck down, come back half in one costume, half in the other. Oh, back in yeah. costume. <laughs> it would make the whole scenes where it's like, you know, where it's the garden lady party and it's the Chinese communists and other views. But real. then they could do a full round scene and it's just one Muppet with half costumes on. <laughs> yeah, just flipping back yep. and forth. Yep. Yeah. I was just thinking how the the bald evil guys, I'm just like, is this a Dr. Evil convention over <laughs> right? here? Yeah. You got the bald Chinese guy and you got the bald Russian guy arguing. Uh, the Russian guy, he just wanted to like grow his mustache a little bit and it would have been a great, <laughs> mm-hmm. would have been a great Dr. Robotnik. Oh my god. Well, he's got, his, his mustache is really thin. It's like, buddy, you gotta let it come in around the sides. You gotta let it connect. Up yeah, the right. yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's yeah, but th- this movie was unnecessarily harsh towards bald men with facial hair. Yeah. Mm. True. I feel, <laughs> I feel persecuted. 
I don't know. I looked yeah, how yeah, weirdly yeah. oh white uh, guy saying I feel persecuted. Weirdly yeah. bubbly the evil Chinese guy was. He's yeah. all like to his dour Russian counterpart. You have to have a sense of humor. Yeah, uh, he keeps telling him that you need to get a sense of humor. Even like, though he just he made a guy shoot a kid in the face mm-hmm. uh, and strangle another guy. He's just like and he keeps keeps like dreams. he keeps like implying that the other guy is gonna like be the next one to to go into like the torture room or whatever. Yeah. And you just mm-hmm. see the other guy just just all the color drains from his face. He's like, how can oh. you tell? It's black and white. Yeah. But it was it was his facial expression is ah oh, like he was terrified. He the had guy, no sense and the of guys laughs. It's like, oh, you're fine. Yeah. And also uh, the casual mention of I think they <laughs> he made them smoke yak dung. Mm-hmm. I only picked that up because I know that I was questioning the timeline because I know about the, the grammar controversy between stint cigarettes, and I'm just like, wait a minute. Tastes good like a cigarette should. Yes, because apparently- Thanks, that, Fred. That wasn't how life was supposed to originally be used, but then they- But apparently that campaign started in the 50s. I looked it up on the phone. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I guess and it Fred fits Flintstone in the timeline. was part of it. Yeah. Yeah, and I- Because we don't want to appeal to children. Yeah. Well, very it was a different time for, thing. Like yeah. adults, right? Or fam- general audiences? Bit of both, but you know, you know, kids were. Um, I think they learned that kids were going to be overtaken by cartoons very quickly. Anyway, apparently, there was a relatively yeah. recent comic run of the Flintstones yes. having to do with like, pr- like them participating in a genocide. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, against, like, real, the, the realistic Flintstones. Yeah, yeah, yeah we checked that. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of upsetting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was actually, it was, but I, I didn't read the whole thing, but I read a few issues and it was pretty good. I yeah. remember. I've Although. S- I've seen bits and pieces there because of certain Facebook groups I'm in. Yes. But apparently, uh, you know, the appliances, it can be recycled. Yeah. It's a living. food. Yeah. <laughs> it's a living. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I think I dropped off where they picked up Dino or something. I think that, I think that was our last one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gang. So this was the Manchurian Candidate. Yep. A, like I had a feeling I was gonna like it, and yeah. I liked it more than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was me good. too. It was good. Me too. Yay. So next month, um, we're kind of planning some stuff here, but um, be on the lookout for on our YouTube page where we're doing extra interviews, calling it the lobby, um, and that meeting us. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And meeting us in the lobby is my friend Brian from the Beeline Show, uh, where we go back and look back at Good Burger, and he's actually a really super good dude, so I just want to give a quick plug for, look up uh, the Beeline Show, B-L-I-N-E, maybe look that up and find him on YouTube, he's actually got some really great interviews, he did a really great interview with Tommy Chong recently, Nice. that was really, really funny. I have something to tell yeah. you off mic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Tommy Chong, yeah. I have something to yeah. tell you off mic. And, uh, yeah, and that's really that. So um, that's really for that here. And um, also next month, um, we're going to have some other guests who are possibly pop in. So you should have fun with that. Hey, hey. All right, so be good and take care of yourself, but don't be too good.